Welcome to Solo Solutions, short bite-sized episodes of the podcast which will help you create strategies to improve your physique, your mindset, your performance, your health and your business. We all know that action leads to momentum and momentum leads to big goals. These episodes are designed to give you one key tip, one key strategy to help you push through your sticking blocks and get into the best condition, mindset or business possible. Hello and welcome to another episode of Solo Solutions. In this episode, I want to talk about tightness. What actually is it? What can we do about it? And why do we get it in the first place? If you're listening to this, I presume most of you know this feeling. You've got a particular muscle and it feels tight. It's felt tight for a long time. Maybe it's come with pain. Maybe it's come with niggles. And you go and you find advice of what to do. And the answer usually is just to stretch it. So you stretch away. You may go on YouTube and find certain stretches. And temporarily, that like tightness tends to go away. But it doesn't last long, does it? And over time, that tightness tends to come back. And you're back in the starting spot. So you thought, okay, maybe I need to stretch it for longer. So you do more often. You do longer. Your warm-ups in the gym get longer and longer and longer. Before you know it, you're taking 25 minutes just to be able to get yourself under a bar. And you're spending the rest of the time stretching throughout the day. So why isn't this working? What actually is tightness? Now, while we might not have all the answers here, it's generally understood that tightness is basically your nervous system giving your muscles a message to protect you. So your nervous system will come from your brain and be a sense all the way goes down your spine and all the nerve impulses will come out. In a position where it feels like it's in danger or you're at risk of an injury, your brain will tell your body to tighten up. So this could be in response to maybe being at a particular range that the body doesn't like. It feels weak there and unsafe there. It could just be in a general that if we're overall when we're stressed, if we think about when we're stressed, we hit a fight or flight response, we all tighten up and often we'll pull towards the front of our body. This is why we often find that when people are tight, they're often not tight, pulled back into this externally rotated, retracted with the shoulder blades position. They're often in this protractor position. It's almost curling up into the fetal position getting ready to be tight, ready to fight or fly from the stressor. So run away or kick the stressor in the dick. So when we're looking at tightness and we're looking at what's the first thing we can do to try and alleviate it, the first thing is getting a good handle on our recovery. Often if you see somebody that, you know, who's overly tight, you often coincide with them being a very, very stressed person or going through a difficult time in their life. If we can manage somebody's recovery, if we can manage someone's stress response, if we can alleviate some of the stresses placed upon them, we might find that a lot of tightness does go away. So once we've alleviated someone's stress and we've got them in a good position mentally and physically from a health status, what, and we, if this tightness is still there, what's the next thing that we could potentially look at? Next thing we look at is position. Now, there's often a lot of talk about what is the perfect posture. Does the perfect posture exist? And like we mentioned on a very, very recent episode of the Self-Made Podcast with Luke Lehman, even though there's not a perfect posture, there is acceptable deviations away from a normal posture. And when we look at it, it's often fine if people have this big rotation of the pelvis forward, um, you'll find that other things tend to go wrong up and down the chain. So if we have this big anterior or forward tilt of the pelvis, we're going to be having a shortness of what we call the iliacus muscle. So that is one of the hip flexors, um, which will mean that the 
psoas, the other hip flexor, doesn't do its job well to stabilize the spine, which means that probably the quads aren't having to do the secondary job of stabilizing the hip, uh, and the adducts have to work harder to stabilize the hip, causing issues there, which often can cause things like knee pain. If we look at that forward tilt of the pelvis, what also happens, it means that the glutes are in a lengthened position, which means they're probably going to be very, very weak. If we look at people often say that they have tight hamstrings, are the hamstrings actually tight? So this is a common question and something I put up a video about with very recently on my Instagram page. And if you don't follow me on Instagram, it's at Kingsley Dutton to go and have a look at this video where I show how to kind of get somebody to touch their toes in seconds without a single stretch. Why does that work? Because it's very rarely the case that someone's hamstrings are actually tight. If we think about what it is to be tight, the muscle would have to be shorter. If that pelvis is in a rotated forward position, we're actually putting the hamstring in a state of length. So instead of them being tight, it's more like when you stretch an elastic band and it becomes very, very fragile at the ends. Or if you, if for the musical people out there, if you tighten a guitar string, it becomes tight, but not because it's shorter, but because it's actually taut and lengthened. So if that's the case, if our hamstrings aren't actually tight, but overly lengthened, stretching could be the opposite of what we need to do to help alleviate some of this. What could we actually do instead of this? Is strengthen the muscles that pull the pelvis back down into that posterior tilt. In this case, that's gonna be more likely the glutes, it's gonna be the hamstrings, and it's gonna be like the external obliques which help pull that pelvis down. Now, another thing we look at, often if we set the pelvis position, we've already explained how this could affect the knee, but how can the pelvis position affect the shoulder? Now, if we think about that forward rotation of the pelvis, the body now is going to be trying to almost fall forwards. The body has to keep balance and center of mass. It stops us falling over and hurting ourselves. So to stop us falling on our face, what would the body do? It creates this big extension on our lower back, what we call our lumbar spine, to not allow us to fall backwards. So this is often why we get people with, think they have a weak lower back. And often it's not a weak lower back, so it's just having to overwork in the position that it's in. It's putting strain on the joints, it's putting strain on the muscles that stabilize the spine, not the QLs, and this is where things eventually, being out of position for a very long time, something happens and twang, you hit a nerve or you do something that damages a muscle and that's when you're in crippling back pain. How often do you hear someone say, oh, I just picked up a newspaper or something light off the floor and my back just went? It's very unlikely that the newspaper was so heavy to cause severe damage, but it's been wear and tear on the joints through that position. So we now know we have a forward pelvis pushing us forward and we bring ourselves back into balance with an extended lower back. Now to stop us falling backwards from that position, we now round the upper back, which is what we call our um, thoracic spine. And this is when we see people get that big hunchback um, in that picture. So if we think there and then to stop us falling forwards, we're now extending the neck and then we start to see where this forward head posture and tightness to the neck comes. So when we're looking at sort of like the shoulder blade position, if we've got that forward tilt to the pelvis, we're gonna have a flared rib cage, we're gonna have an over exaggerated back, we're gonna probably have very much tightness in the upper back, which is gonna limit the space in the shoulder joint to move. So when we see people try and do these external rotation drills or these stretch of like the lats or the chest, they're limited by how much actual room they have in the shoulder blade to move because everything being locked down. Often if we can bring that pelvis back into position, we'll find that we, alleviate some of that stress up the chain and allow the upper back to move. The other thing we're going to be looking at is allowing the ribcage to move. And this is another topic for another day on the podcast, but having good breathing mechanics is really, really important. You think, hey, I know how to breathe, right? And in a way, yes, we do. But the body will 
move everything around to allow us to breathe because it's crucial for survival. So it'll find a way to breathe even if the most optimal way of doing it isn't efficient right now because the diaphragm, our main muscles to breathe, aren't working as well as they should. Learning to breathe through the nose, learning how to expand through the diaphragm and expand through the ribcage is another great tool to allow us to alleviate some of this tightness and it will also have a knock-on effect of calming the central nervous system down and alleviating some of that stress. So we've got ourselves calmed down. We've now got ourselves back, hopefully, into a better position. What's the final piece of this puzzle? And a lot of it, for most people, is strength. Injuries occur when we exceed tissue tolerance. And often that means that our bodies don't feel safe in a certain range. It doesn't feel strong in that range. It hasn't got the strength to hold those positions. So the body will tighten up to avoid going into those positions that are dangerous. How do you prove, how do you improve that? And how do you alleviate some of that tightness? Allowing the brain to go, do you know what? I'm all right hanging out here. I'm not too bad. This ain't so scary. So, if you're looking at stretching, if stretching gives you a temporary relief, then fantastic. But understand, if you want that to stick, you have to do something with that range. Let's say stretching the chest will alleviate, open up a little bit of that shoulder. It will go back to where it was before if we don't then strengthen that new range. Now, this is not the time to stick your warm-up max bench press on your new range because it's going to be very weak. But now start to train in those length and ranges, adding pauses into your training in those length and ranges, like the end of an RDL, the bottom of a chest press, you know, adding in some loaded stretching inside the split squats and things like this will do massive favors of holding that position also utilize things like pnf stretching so rather than just a static stretch have something where you actually contract and then relax so a great example of this is if we're stretching the pec in a doorway we could stretch for 10 to 15 seconds push into the doorway and contract the chest and then relax into that position. You know, those sort of things will allow us to get stronger in these positions of weakness and over time allow our brain to understand that it's safe there. Just using some of these tactics will help alleviate that tightness and get rid of it for good. In my personal experience, they say you often learn most about things you've not been good at. For years, I was played by my ability to poor training. For years, I spent hours and hours and hours stretching and tons and tons of time warming up and it's only in the last few years I've seen dramatic improvements into my posture, my strength, my positioning and my pain when I actually started to focus on getting stronger in my weakened range and let my ego go at the door. Hopefully this has been helpful. If you want any more guidance on how to alleviate your niggles and tightness, please drop me a message on Instagram and I can see if I can help you or I can put you in touch with somebody who can. Speak to you in another episode of Solo Solutions very soon.